podcast where five old friends try to have a standard conversation about anything they find amusing while subtly trying to get their co-host to mention a different secret topic each episode. We're now up to episode nine and there are still no winners Uh, but first we'll introduce ourselves. I'm Watto. I'm Clarence. I'm Kyle. I'm Rob. Well I'm Toby. (laughs) So as some people may have realised uh, last week, uh, I did a little bit of a relationship tester when I mentioned a story about two friends that had bought me a meal and delivered it to my house. And they, <laughs> someone asked me, do, do those friends have any other purpose in my relationship with them? And I said, no. <laughs> I have told these friends about this podcast and they said that they have listened to a number of episodes, <laughs> which I highly doubt. <laughs> so last week I intentionally um, have, have placed bait and if they listen to the episode, they'll be offended and they should give me a call. I'm not expecting a call. <laughs> Do you guys know any other good relationship testers that you've, you've seen come across? Or? Uh, setting up a podcast to test your, your friendship levels is a pretty extreme relationship tester. <laughs> <laughs> also, I was kind of thinking, um, wouldn't they just be offended and not say anything? Exactly, that's what I was going to say. Would they double bluff you and go, no, we're offended, and because if they're nice friends that give you the food, they'll be too nice to bring it up. No, no, they would, they'd, they'd bring it up. Will they shame you? Will they bring it up and make you feel bad? Let's role play this. Let's role play this, okay? So I'm, I'll play the role of your friend. Take me a couple of seconds to get yeah, in that Yeah, I was going to say, it's um, Academy Award winning stuff here. <laughs> Hello, Watto. Oh, hey, Clarence. How are you going? Um, so I listened to your podcast, as I have told you, because we're friends. Um, and you said in the podcast that um, I, I have no value. Well, what do, you, what do you mean? What are you talking about? The podcast, you said I have no value. So I'm just telling you now that I heard that you said I have no value. Oh, no, no, you're a bit confused. I was talking about another group of friends. Um, Another group of friends also got me food and they have no value. But you're not those friends. You do have a lot of value. (laughs) (laughs) I cherish your friendship. I'm really, really glad that um, I brought it up now and I can see (laughs) the error of my ways. Um, May I... Friendship go further into the future and may many more pizzas and ice cream that you don't like. <laughs> you ungrateful shit. You ungrateful shit. <laughs> Be delivered. <laughs> yeah, so all that's happening in this friendship is Watto's getting food and then being ungrateful for his friendship with these people. <laughs> I mean, if we had more people listening, there'd probably be hate comments, wouldn't there? God, Watto's a dick. Well, that's why we have a Twitter account for the hate. It's the sole reason to have a Twitter account. Well, either you're a white supremacist, which I don't think we classify as, um, or you're a troll. I'm going to go out on a limb and suggest that there's way more categories of Twitter user than white supremacists and trolls. No, you're wrong, Clarence. Yeah, I think they're mainly <laughs> trolls. No, not... So what, 90% trolls, 10% white supremacy? Well, it's a bit weird because they do overlap. <laughs> With a Venn diagram where they, they overlap a little bit. So 90% trolls. The 10% is in the 90%. 
Twenty <laughs> percent trolls, white supremacists, and ten percent overlap troll white supremacists. Yes, uh, I can't do the visual in my head. So just just to check, this friend that is not the real friend, like the friend who was rolling. Where do they fit on the Venn diagram? Troll or white supremacist? <laughs> so one friend got you pizza, golden gay ice cream, and they're someone you don't care about. Like they're, they're, you're only using them for the pizza and the golden gay ice cream that you didn't like and and to test them for a friendship. And the friend in the role play, the friend in the role play is valuable but they also got you pizza and the exact same golden gay ice cream. I think throwing in the flavor of ice cream may give it away. Yeah, I think you're right. I'm finding it really jarring that you're calling it golden gay ice cream. Golden gay time. (laughs) 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 Might be why what I didn't enjoy it was because it was the the cheap golden gay version Rather than the Golden Gay Time version. The Bilo version. You remember Bilo? That was a thing for a while. Oh, Bilo. I did. And their liquor was low buy. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't realise we were at drinking age when they were still around. Um, no, I was reading. I used reading to... <laughs> not, not... <laughs> I, I didn't mean to go in the store to know they sell liquor. I just... I, I could read before I was 18, so I just read low buy and went, oh, that's... <laughs> That's how it works. Yeah, see, for, for me, high school was a massive struggle. It was only until I got to university that I really learnt letters. <laughs> That's why you just kept studying for such a long period so of time. So long. I had so much catching up to do. I was like, ah, words. Mm. Yeah. You're behind on the reading. All those first 13 years of formal education gone to waste. <laughs> Look, it wasn't, it wasn't a terrible time. I still had fun. And, and now I'm an old man who, having to spend most of my time indoors, is pretty content. Yeah, how weird is that? When you go, ah, oh, remember the time when I had to be excited for going out, like, every night to catch up with heaps of different people? And sometimes you'd go, I can't be bothered tonight. And now you're like, i got no pressure. I don't have to do anything. It's, it's quite freeing. I mean, I don't think I ever felt pressured to go out every night. But maybe, Rob, you're a social whore. Rob was out every night. (laughs) (laughs) I was out a lot. (laughs) And what are some of my friends give me pizza and golden gay times and others don't. So it just depends on who I want to see. (laughs) Maybe that's the new test I can do. Not so much a podcast test of my friends. Afterwards, maybe I can plant some, like, a physical test of actually seeing them. I don't know how that would manifest itself or what that would look like. Are you testing them? Or if I never see you. <laughs> if I just never see them, I'll see what happens. <laughs> Great way to weed out your friends. Never see them. <laughs> yeah, but just keep sending them photos, not online, like not on Facebook, but send them directly to them in messaging chats of me out with other people. And then just be like, oh, sorry, just constantly. Don't apologise. Don't. No, don't apologise. Oh, so just don't even pretend that I can remember. Yeah. Well, I guess, is the test if they respond, that looks fun, we should catch up, then they're good friends? Is that what the test is? Or you're trying to catch up with them? Or are you just trying to make them I don't even know what my end game is with the test. (laughs) Probably more negging. Let's go with that. I think, I think what, what you say, I like this. So you message them regularly your food, having a good time. And if they write, oh, we should catch up, you write back, can't you tell I'm busy? <laughs> I'm sending you... 
Nobody should have been that direct. Or I'm sending I... you activities on the reg. You surely know better than anyone in the world right now that I have no time for you. <laughs> I'm giving you all the time with the update via text message. No, but should I be a little bit more subtle about it, which is still very direct? And when they send me that, I'll be like, oh, yeah, when do you want to catch up? And whichever day they say, I'll be like, no, I'm busy. And then that afternoon on that same day, that's when you send it to them again. Although this is turning into more just like a really brutal way to say I don't yeah. like yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is this is just like smacking them as many times as possible and then seeing if they want to come and still be friends. Yeah. Yeah, see so if they if they keep coming back. Find out their favourite things to do and then just spend all your time doing that. <laughs> Is this why you keep sending me photos, Rob? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, when, when the four of you realise you start getting uh, photos of me doing stuff, then you'll know what's happening. Except at the moment it would be, hey, here's me, I'm at home. <laughs> Just... But it's everyone. This reminds me mildly. Does anyone know anyone? There's these people that exist in the world where, like, once a year, usually around Christmas time, they send... Now it's more email, but it used to be a letter, like the old, oh, yeah. like, um, catching up with Clarence's family. This year, Clarence bought a cat, um, bought a house, bought a dog. I can't think of any other life achievements. <laughs> Clarence's Got brother Some people get spent the year yeah. in the army. <laughs> yep. Clarence's other brother started a brewery. And then you read the letter and you're like, oh, thanks for filling me in on what you've been doing in your life. Do people know these people? And do people feel... Like, this is a good thing to do, or it's a, not a good thing to do? Uh, I don't know any of these people. Really? I feel like my parents, so my I feel like parents, my parents might have had one yeah, it's or a, two people that did that. Yeah, definitely. My parents had a, some friends they met uh, when they were backpacking in Europe, when they were, like, you know, in their 20s, who, now, who live in, like, somewhere in North America. They send a letter every year of, like, this is what we're doing, and this is what we're up to. So... I guess it's a way of like maintaining contact at least back before email was a thing or just you could call overseas and it wasn't yeah. a pain in the ass. Um, yeah, the interesting thing is we've there's we've got family in North America as well and at Christmas time they would send a letter and it was just pretty much more like a brag yes. kind of letter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because it was just yeah. stating, oh, our daughter did this yeah. and our grandchild is now doing this and they've graduated this this year and it's like, Essentially, going. What did you achieve? And I'm like, <laughs> it's hard. Nothing. I wanted your parents it? write back. I don't think my parents ever wrote back. <laughs> <laughs> I think they just sent them a Christmas card. That was the friendship test. That was. <laughs> That's kind of a bizarre thing. Yeah, but if you. So you think it'd be funny if you did a like a a real one? Like you were like, oh, as you know, I think last time you saw Bethany, she was only fifteen. She took year 10 off because she got pregnant. Uh, now she's back in year 10. Everything's going well. And Auntie, Auntie Jennifer, well, we haven't seen her for a while because she's been locked in, up in the mental asylum. Yeah, I don't so think, a really brutal letter. They always sound braggy because no one writes a three-page letter about all the shit that's happened. <laughs> mm, that's right. yeah, People get new jobs. Yeah. They don't get fired and then have to find new work. Yeah. <laughs> they only yeah. get new jobs. It's all about the spin. Yeah. yeah. Yes. I wonder how long it takes to craft a letter like this. I'm sure. Like how much editing goes into it? Is it just stream of consciousness? No, or no, is no. It... A lot of effort. Were these a handwritten letters, Rob? 
No, I think nah, ours were computer. computer yeah. Isn't it interesting for that your family though that they're like sending this letter halfway across the world, you know, like bragging about all the good that they've done, and then you just that's it. You're like, okay, thanks for telling us. Yeah, we're not no, going to respond in any way. Like, there's no back and forth. All we yeah. sent them was just one Christmas card, being like. Merry Christmas. Yeah, hope everything's good. Yeah. Which is a kind of a power move back, isn't it? Hope everything's good. Well, did you not read <laughs> yeah. the goddamn letters we've been sending? Everything is fantastic. We sent eight-word Christmas cards and they sent thousand-word letters. Did you just send a Christmas card that had, like, the to whoever and then it had the standard font or the standard text already in the Christmas card and then at the end, from our family? <laughs> like, no <laughs> yeah. writing at all. No, I'm pretty sure. No, they'd be they'd mostly be blank. But Mum usually got my sister to write them all. Why is that? So I remember leading up because Mum would be like, "Oh, it hurts my head." <laughs> <laughs> and my sister has nicer handwriting, which she does. And she'd just sit there at the table and just write away to like all the family everywhere. How interesting is that as an argument, though? The whole, "Oh, you should write it because you've got." nicer handwriting that's the biggest cop out ever no one's opening a card going oh, they got robbed to write this one they mustn't love us <laughs> yeah, the, the, the toddler has had to write yeah it's clearly it just feels like a compliment where you, you get complimented but it's like okay now you have to do the work it's like when it's like with cooking when someone's like you're really good at making making pizzas it's like i am oh wait i have to make it then I I went round to someone's place for dinner and they basically the person was like oh and this person's coming over and they're going to cook and the food is amazing like we're just so lucky to have them cook and we got there and they served um, baked potatoes (laughs) and I have no issue with baked potatoes they're really good baked potatoes but the way the person went on like we were getting such amazing food and then I was like you've just shredded some cheese and some, made some coleslaw and like you've got some bacon bits and some like fried mushrooms like none, Clarence, none. they also but they also baked a potato yeah yeah they wrapped they individually wrapped all the potatoes good on them they, again like do they i wasn't the unappreciative putting it in question go back what, to the sausages i wasn't i wasn't yeah, i was just thinking that yeah i wasn't unappreciative but like it just but answer the question like, <laughs> yeah did they lose all the potato goodness by stabbing the potato? No, it was, the food was fine. It was exactly like, you can't mess that up. baked potatoes. Like, I wasn't like, wow. And then it happened again, and this time they cooked tacos, and same thing. They just shredded a bunch of ingredients and then warmed some tacos up in the microwave. And what, I was like, I'm grateful that they're cooking. There was protein options. I think it was just mints in, you know, old El Paso taco sauce. Again, like... You do like a gathering meal that's a big meal, like a barbecue or something. You don't rave about and go, "Oh yes, we got water on the barbie. We're in for a treat <laughs> today." Cool. Well, <laughs> like it's just, so yeah. Like, who, who was talking themselves up? Was it the person? No, who was it was doing the, the cooking. No, no, it was have someone to else. Steak before just to check if it's done. <laughs> <laughs> it was someone else. It was just someone like, like, "Oh, guess what? They're cooking, so we're gonna be having great food." And I was like, "Oh, cool." And then when I got it, I was like, "You." But, Oversold it. It's just baked potatoes. Yeah, okay, so is that, that's more a reflection of the person talking yeah. them up, not the yeah. person. Correct, correct. correct. Yes, yes. And yeah, for yeah, that yeah, person, yeah. they might never fucking cook. Some people just don't know how to Obviously. make anything, which is astounding. But a baked potato is like an amazing, whoa, whoa, you got multiple ingredients going at the same time and you got to wrap the shit <laughs> in a thing. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. 
they're probably very happy with life. I mean, if they're if the simple pleasures are, are getting them excited, they've they've got a good life, don't they? But also, you can't trust them because they're. <laughs> Uh, Clarence. Yeah, I, I agree. I, yeah, person. absolutely. Yeah, because they've gone and put their reputation on a baked potato. <laughs> Next time you see them and they mention a movie, say the movie's really good, you know, it could be terrible. How you can't trust them? No, I absolutely can't trust them. Extrapolating from a baked potato to everything in life. It wasn't just a baked potato, lads. It was also the taco. But if you were going to stake your claim on a food being good, a baked potato is a safe one. Because how do you fuck it up? It's literally just whack a potato in the oven it's not, you don't have to do much more you can't overcook or well, i guess you can undercook it but you'd be yeah but it's it's all in the it's all in the marketing like if you just said i'm going easy baked potatoes you can't screw them up everyone will have a good time but it was the sale it was the i thought i was going to be eating something you know like you thought manu was going to throw lobster it. thermidor or something you know like i was expecting like god this guy can cook and then it was like he, he can warm stuff up and dice. That's was fun. it? <laughs> yeah, I was thinking it's pretty much he's just. You could make a gourmet baked potato. <laughs> like even the tacos. He's just. What sort of potato? Well, I was just going to say if that person told you that you're going to like eat really well, this person's cooking, and then they said to you he's going to or she's going to make baked potatoes. Yeah. Would you then have gone, oh, these baked potatoes must be amazing? Mm, correct. Or there must yeah. be something crazy about these baked potatoes. Yeah. And they weren't. They were just canned food, <laughs> mass-produced baked potatoes. Like, so it was just like a yeah. Desiree or whatever the standard potato is, not like a Fingolino or something. <laughs> um, Love the terminology. It was only a, a, a basic cheddar grate. There wasn't like a Monterey Jack and a jalapeno cheddar. We've got mm. the Spud Farmer in the house. <laughs> hey, That's from, a weird flex, I dude. I know potatoes. Stock, like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know enough about potatoes to tell you what type of potatoes these potatoes were. I just, they were potatoes. Were they red, white, purple? Did you see the skin? How long were they? Um, How many knobs did they have? Were they growing roots? <laughs> like, what continent is their origin? What um, kind of tone was the outside? Were they sweet potatoes, in fact? Not potatoes at Did all. Did they feel yes. waxy? Was it even baked potatoes? Was it something completely different and you <laughs> thought it was baked potatoes? Did you even have the meal? Um, we just left. Answer the question. He didn't do a proper examination of the potato. <laughs> um, I think... I think You're throwing I ha- away a friendship on baked potatoes that you don't even know if it was baked yeah, potatoes. Do your research. No, I'm starting I have to, to question admit, your I do have to admit. That, that could be the problem. It, wasn't I do de- have to it admit. was delicious food. You just didn't appreciate it. I, I have to admit, I, I didn't do a visual a visual assessment of the food. I didn't look for the various colours. I just did taste. And I know that's a rookie thing. I probably smelled a bit, but just taste and smell. I didn't listen or look at it. Uh, so going by taste, um, it was just like potato, like that. <laughs> one, one of the main main street potatoes. It was just potato. It wasn't sweet, like it wasn't the. It wasn't a sweet potato or a sweet variant of a regular potato. I don't know if it was waxy or chaxy or whatever the <laughs> other ones are. I just know that it was regular potato. They quartered it. Sorry, I do visually. I remember they quartered it. And then we opened it up as you do. And then they just said, look at all the things, put the things in the potato. Like they didn't make the potato. They just had heaps of bowls with various options. I do remember there being some options there that I was like, "Mm, that's not 
something I'm going to put on. Don't ask me what those things are. You can't can't do that. You can't say there (laughs) were these options, but I don't know what they were. (laughs) And also, I don't know how much I'm trusting Clarence when he goes, I didn't see the potato, blah, blah, blah. But then, no, no, it was quartered. I did see it was (laughs) quartered. He's just got like a, a black vision of like it's a black lump in his mind. He has no recollection of what it was except that it was quartered. He was so shocked you know? by getting potato for his food. <laughs> Everything just completely blacked out. His memory is gone after that. With rage, his mind went blank with rage. Uh, baked potato is a bit of an odd one for like a um, dinner party as well because you do have to wait a while for them to cook. Well, they had, yeah, the thing is they got there earlier, right? To, before the sort of the thing started to put the potatoes in the oven and to cut everything up. It kind of, like, I don't, yeah. I... There's no skill in that. I completely agree. Like, that is one of the lowest skill meals you could do. Yeah. Do you reckon? Yeah. So, question. Did the person who was hosting, who obviously can't cook for shit, go to mm-hmm. their friend, hey, come over, we're going to have a dinner party. By the way, can you cook? <laughs> And this person's gone, <laughs> fuck you. All right, I'll make baked potatoes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this is uh, Was that the main, just the baked potato? Yeah, yeah. Oh, For dinner. okay. Yeah. Oh, so how was that a mystery? Like, I thought that was very clear. It wasn't a mystery. Then that yeah, was, was clear. clear. I thought it was. No, I didn't I thought I didn't it was, but it was I thought the... there might have been some extra part. I thought too, there might have been something else as well. Like, yeah. No, no, this was underwhelming, boys. <laughs> Quite <laughs> underwhelming. Was there a dessert? <laughs> no. Uh, not even a tub of ice cream. Oh, you're kidding. No, I'm, no. I'm, when I'm telling you the meal was underwhelming, I'm easily sat- satisfied. And I was satisfied. I'll be, I'll be, I wasn't blown away. <laughs> How was... many potatoes did you have? Oh, mate. You must have had probably, a few if you, that probably, was all they offered. <laughs> probably two, I think. Probably two. Did you go the same know. toppings on both? No, I don't. I did. I definitely went different yeah, toppings. Smart. Because there was so. I remember there being way too many options. Like I'm thinking, like who has cubed pieces of uncooked celery in a baked potato? How do you cube celery? You just you just mean sliced. Um, a knife. Did you say cubed pieces or huge pieces? I did. Yeah, <laughs> I said cubed. <laughs> Centimeter squared. <laughs> it's an amazing. They weren't perfect. Because celery is kind of U-shaped, they weren't perfect cubes. Oh, well, you disappointed me. <laughs> yeah, sorry. They're, they're diced. They're just diced. <laughs> uh, diced is the word, yeah. But yeah, what, what okay. shape is a dice? <laughs> well, similar to a cube. I was just helping you. <laughs> yeah, thank you. What if it's a 20-sided dice? Um, it's not called a dice anymore. <laughs> What's it called? What? A 20-sided dice. I think it does have a proper name. I don't know what it is. I don't play any of the games that require them. That's interesting, because if you say dice, like if you said, go and get me a dice, go and get me a die. You would say, go and get me a die, yeah. Go and get me a die. The person would come back 99 times out of 100 with a six-sided. If you wanted any other number, you'd have to say the number. I just love how it broke their brains. That's an interesting thing. (laughs) Dice is the other way around. Six is the standard measurement of dice. No, no, if I said go and get me a dice, you'd go and get me a six-sided dice every time. You wouldn't come back with a 20-sided dice and be like, it's just like the other one, 30-centimetre ruler. The plural is die. 30-centimetre ruler. Oh, wait, is the plural die? Yeah. Yes. The singular is dice. Ah, see, I was on the die being singular, dice being plural. Yeah, classic mistake of a simple-minded... It's what happens when you don't learn English till after Bring me that baked potato. That's all I need. 
Isn't the isn't the plural of die deaths? <laughs> what? Oh. <laughs> the audience can't see everyone else shaking their head. Uh, they're just jealous that <laughs> they can't make good word connections. Baked potatoes. 30 centimetre ruler, go and get me a ruler. You'll come back with a 30 centimetre ruler. If I want a metre ruler, I have to say metre ruler. Otherwise, you, you'll mm. come back and you'll shorthand me every time. True. What short true. ruler you? Short ruler me? Or long ruler? I don't... Wait, what? Short length you. Isn't... Did you... Was 30 centimetres the is standard the... ruler size? Because it was roughly the length of a pencil case? I thought it had to do with... It was just a bit longer than an A4 page. Yeah, I don't know. I thought the pencil case was designed after the ruler. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. Look, I don't think the ruler was designed initially as a 30 centimetre piece of plastic. <laughs> was... Hey, you know what? I don't know if that's necessarily true. The pencil case was definitely invented after pencils. But maybe maybe we didn't conceive the idea of a ruler until the pencil case was a thing. Hey, I carry all my pencils around in this case. Oh, that's really really smart how do you go with straight lines oh i'm not that good well check out my invention oh it doesn't doesn't fit in my case for pencils well you'll have to change the size make it bigger make it bigger yeah is in the pencil case bigger yeah because the uh, the lines the the straight line device yes it's too big for the pencil case so i could never have curved pencil cases because the <laughs> The flat ruler would never fit in them. <laughs> it was the bane of your how, your schooling. How often were you wanting a curved pencil case? <laughs> no, I didn't want a curved pencil case. What is a curved pencil case? It's where the edges, when it goes at the back of the pencil case, go around, come in, <laughs> instead of they're going straight flat through. Is it actually a thing, or are you just talking... No, it's definitely a thing. There's a curved pencil case. Yeah. What purpose does it serve? I don't know. There was just different designs. Yeah, some people is, it, is it just more ergonomic to carry I don't on know. your hip, like a laundry basket? Because it's all, it's going to be on a flat table. That's the benefit of flat. Wouldn't it always be like rolling off and stuff? Curved at the end, not the other two sides would still be flat. That's Look why like. they made pencils hexagonal, so they didn't roll off the table. Oh, okay. They, you know, it's easier to make them round. No, it's because it's the only way you can cut lead is in a hexagonal shape for its strength. No, that's not true. That was worth a shot. (laughs) (laughs) That doesn't make any sense. That's definitely not true. (laughs) Is this uh, lead square shaped? Yeah. Oh, no. It's getting snapped. (laughs) That's all right. The pencil's not really a structural item. doesn't matter if it snaps, really. No, it's a hexagon because then you don't waste any wood. If you were cutting circular bits of wood, then you'd always lose that corner. Whereas if you have a hexagon, the of the every circle. part's used. Yeah. The corner. The cor- oh. <laughs> Just also your facial reaction to that was perfect. And I think that all came out in your voice anyway. But it was just so good. <laughs> and, and builder's pencils are like really flat because hexagonal ones, because they're often put on roofs, roll off the roof. So they have to make them more flat so that they don't roll off the roof. That's true as well. I don't know what to believe anymore. Can you not get tiny little harnesses for the pencils for safety? They got like they, a belt. Yeah. They, they, went, they went through multiple ideas. They thought we could make a harness for the pencil or just change the shape. And based on costing, they went with changing the shape. <laughs> Couldn't it also be flat because you want to draw against a wall or something? So you can get right at the edge of the wall. Does the pencil double as a ruler? 
No, because you need a second pencil. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everyone carries two pencils. You need a HB and a 2D, obviously. Yeah, but if, it has, if it's a two-function thing, it needs to be able to use both functions, otherwise it's purposeless. No, but you, any smart builder would carry two pencils, because what if you dropped one off the roof? Then you've got another one... It's like having a pocket. salt and pepper shaker that does both salt and pepper, but only one. What? <laughs> Wait, what? I don't think that was a good analogy. <laughs> a bit... run, that, run that past me again, Clarence. <laughs> it's like a salt and pepper shaker having two, but only one. And so the salt and pepper shaker does both salt and pepper, but if you're using it for salt, you cannot use it for pepper for that day. Why not? Because there's a lock so system. Yeah, no, they're mixed together, is what Clarence is saying. So there's a comparison thing. What's, I, there's, I guess there's a lockout system. What's the point of putting them... <laughs> Who designed this system? That's, that's the point that I'm making about your stupid fucking ruler pencil. If you can't use both at the same time, then it's stupid. <laughs> but look, salt and pepper was not a great one. No, it wasn't. <laughs> But I was trying to think of two things that are different. But... but if you did have a salt and pepper combined thing that locked out, you'd be smart having two of them, wouldn't yeah, you? But you'd... Yeah. <laughs> so if you had a dual function pencil ruler, then you just have two. So the only benefit you get is, depending on how your mood is, you could use one pencil and the other ruler or keep it different and use the other one pepper pencil other one because right, otherwise you have to carry a ruler and a pencil in this case you can carry two pencils and if something happens to one you've got but the you other you can still only use it for one of the functions then yeah but maybe you don't always need the best need to idea be to the flat pencil goes into a case which makes the ruler yeah absolutely brilliant yeah oh yeah that's like that's you pull good. the lead out yeah. and then you can use it as a ruler and then put the lead back in that's I would design. I would like to offer you. I would like to offer you. No, do you know what I've designed? <laughs> I would a like ruler a... and a pencil. I would like to offer you all of the money for twenty-five percent of the business. <laughs> they come with connections, and um... we can get this product off the ground. Yeah, and the rule is flat, which would help with rolling off of the roofs. Do, are rulers ever round? Yeah, that's Clarence can make a jingle for your ad. What was that? Sorry, Toby. I just said are rulers ever round. Um, like the ruler would never roll off the roof, even if it was just a ruler. Yeah, that's 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 why I'm saying it's helping the pencil because the pencil will be in the ruler. Oh, okay. So it's it's like a it's like a it, it's a triple feature now. So it's got the ruler, the pencil, and the non-rolling off of the roof feature. Uh-huh. Brilliant. <laughs> And if we put your pencil in it, we have a ruler, a pencil, another ruler <laughs> that you can never use because you're always taken up being a pencil. <laughs> you just have a pencil that every time you're using is like looking up at you going, I also rule. I mean, if you can get it to talk, I, that would be nifty. I never get the opportunity to because you always use me as... Yeah, so we put Alexa or Hey Google inside the pencil ruler. So you can... <laughs> I stand corrected. What you do is you try very hard to draw a straight line and then you hold the pencil next to the line and see if it was in fact straight. So it can function as a ruler for the same pencil. <laughs> so you just you draw the line up against the wall. Mm, no, not good enough. Then what do you do? You need an eraser on the other end of the pencil. We need an eraser, yeah. <laughs> oh, I've got another good idea to add to the savant <laughs> savant's idea. You can put in a leveler in the pencil slash ruler. Then it's got three functions. Oh, yeah. yeah. Perfect. Now, Paul, put, put the rubber in there. <laughs> that's actually handy. <laughs> 
it's not handy. How is it handy? <laughs> For builders, if they need a leveler. <laughs> exactly. Then you've got a ruler, a pencil, an eraser, and a leveler. Yeah, but once it's level, they can't mark it because they're using the pencil. <laughs> well, it's just you need to have two of them. You always need two. <laughs> It's the best marketing ploy ever. You always have to buy two of the product <laughs> to use one. All right, we're ready for Shark Tank, I think. <laughs> this 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 pencil does six different things, so you'll need six copies of the same pencil to do all of its functionality. What a bargain. The benefit is, if you drop your level, you like if you just had one of each tool and you dropped it off the roof, then you're fucked. Right. Whereas if you drop one of these multifunction savant pencils, as I think we've branded them, um, <laughs> then, then you still have five more that all do pretty much the same thing. You just can't use all six <laughs> functions at once. At the same time. So effectively, each time you drop it, you're just losing one of the functions if you want to do them all. At the same time. <laughs> yes. yes. And the, the benefit is you choose every time which function you lose. Exactly. Whereas if you it's drop the option. ruler, you have to lose ruler function. Whereas this way... Choose you your own adventure. Yeah, right. Like, and I see the benefit. It's very rare that you'll need the eraser at the same time you need the pencil. See, we're solving all the problems as we go. <laughs> I would go as far as to say it's not rare. It's almost kind of like, when would you need to use the ruler and the pencil at the same time? <laughs> the ruler and the eraser. I mean, the eraser. So you're, you're working You're working on two walls that are one pencil width apart and you accidentally do a mark on the left wall and then you go, I know what I can do. I can flip the pencil over and then rub out one side and draw on the other side. <laughs> that there's So it's not never. It's definitely sometimes. <laughs> With a super pencil. Savant pencil. It's intelligent. It knows more than everyone. By the time the final design happens, we won't have a lot of room to actually put in lead for the pencil anyway. <laughs> so it'll run out really quickly. <laughs> and then they're going to buy a whole new one to replace it. Well, that's good for business. The rechargeable yeah. is the second model. Yeah, what is it where you're designing... Um, uh, you design it to break, or you just yeah redundancy. No, no, not redundancy. Right. You design it so that it fails or something, uh, and then you have to buy it yes. again. Um, obsolescence. Yes. Obsolescence. Yes, obsolescence. Yeah. Yeah. It's oh, a big word. Yeah. Ooh. Look, do our best. That's why I struggled with the word. <laughs> <laughs> and so well, this episode, we've managed to design a good baked potato and a pencil. It's tight thing. We're doing well. What was the good baked potato? I didn't realize we designed the good baked potato. Well, I mean, we 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 developed well. We worked out what your baked potato was roughly, and came up with all the possibilities of what would be for yes, a better baked sour potato: sour cream, bacon, cheese, coleslaw, wet pineapple, beetroot. Make a potato now, but you can only using non-traditional. Yeah, pineapple <laughs> and beetroot were options. They were definitely options. Mushrooms was there. Pineapple on a potato. You know, it's all, beans. It's all coming get, back like, to you, Clarence. Like Mexi beans or something, you can put Mexi Mexi beans. I'm like closing my eyes and visually remembering the table. Mm. Pomegranate. Pomegranate, rosemary, raspberry. Yeah, maybe there was dessert. It was a dessert Mm. baked potato and you just didn't take up that opportunity. (laughs) Dessert potato. (laughs) Instead of sour cream, it's just regular cream. (laughs) (laughs) You've got to love that lavender flavor. Yeah. Some pomegranate, some blueberries, strawberries. Raspberries, boysenberries, goji berries. Raspberry coolie or something you could put on top. Oh, God. That sounds awful. Raspberry coolie. Shaved chocolate. The look on Clarence's face, it looks like he's back there. (laughs) 
<laughs> he had just a gaze on his eyes that made it look like he was he was back to at that moment, gazing upon the table. Yeah, there was wondering a gaze, what he was, was going to decide. There was also a bit of sadness. Yeah. He's just seen a baked potato mirage in his room. Let's let's do a bit of a like a hypothetical. Imagine that I'm having a p- party, and um, I say, "Can you come over a bit early to to cook baked potatoes for everyone?" Would your response not be? Can't you put 20 potatoes in the oven? <laughs> yes. That's what... My response would be, are you providing beer earlier for this? And then I'm there. Yeah. So Rob's clearly what's in it for me kind of guy. Oh, totally. Yeah. If I'm doing baked potatoes... Rob's the kind of guy that only gives money to charity to make it clear on his tax. <laughs> uh, that he's getting it back. I'm going to need Always. a receipt for that. Yes. <laughs> I was going to say, here's your $2.50. Is that over the threshold? A receipt, please. Thank you. <laughs> you buy a poppy every year for five dollars, and make sure you get a little docket. I'd like to make a donation, please, to tax deductible. Thank you. <laughs> uh, do you don't care who you're helping? Um, yeah, me. <laughs> it doesn't actually benefit you in any way. You're, you'll you lose money overall if that's your yeah thing, right? Yeah. Okay. It is. is there, yeah, it's definitely time to wrap up. That's what I was going to say. say. When, yeah. we're, when we're talking about taxation law. <laughs> anyone have taxation law? Did anyone have super pencil? Whose topic was super pencil? <laughs> <laughs> no, my topic, I was nowhere near it. Um, it was going to be pretentious coffee orders. <gasps> Haven't you done that before? Or have I done that before? No, I don't. No, no that, that's been mine before. That's been that's been done before. That's why I was like, do you know what? I was going to check today on our list, and I was like, nah, fuck it, I'm going to roll with it. <laughs> See what happens. I had latte foam art. I swear you've had these before, Rob. That was yours before. Was it mine before? I'm, yeah, I went really sure. high pitched there, by the way. I'm pretty sure I had something about coffee orders, like boutique coffee orders, and someone else had latte f- art before. Well, we... <laughs> that's what we had today. So. <laughs> Given that we spoke largely about a pointless pencil, I don't think it matters too much what our topics turned out to be because we didn't come anywhere near them. We sp- Toby was drinking a coffee just before we clicked record, so I was sitting here thinking, like, I'm in with a shot. Coffee's definitely going to come up. And then, like... Well, if you talked about, you know, after after dinner drinking or something like that, you might have made it there with your baked potato story. It's, yeah, I guess the whole point is to not be obvious. I can't just say, like, hey, how's coffee, guys? It's good or what? <laughs> That's what I said, for sure. <laughs> uh, we were miles off because it turns out um, uh, that coronations of a, of a royal uh, are nothing much to do with gourmet baked potatoes. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's well. what they catered the event with. <laughs> Who have they coronated? You got three, three hat chef baked potatoes. I don't think anyone's had a coronation recently because uh, old Lizzie's not dead yet. Old Lizzie, you <laughs> know you're on uh, nicknames, nickname terms with our head of state. I mean, it's the Australian way, mate. Every leader's still got to be a, a, an old mate. Uh, Kyle. Uh, so I only remember my topic again once we got to close to the end of the pencil <laughs> conversation. I was like, oh my god, we're so far away. <laughs> I thought we were close. With, we started discussing Twitter. My topic of conversation was the downward spiral of Britney Spears. Ah. <laughs> and I thought, we were, and then I was... Why, tw- why would Twitter get us there? Because 
because I thought that was like, you know, we could get into about the media, people on Twitter, trolls, because Britney Spears is in uh, under conservatorship. Yes, yes, she is, which so, is pretty crazy. That's why people, a lot of people are like saying free Britney because she's doing a lot of crazy stuff recently. Has she done stuff or is she just like under the power of her parents or something? She even, she's made like Insta videos where she's like exercising like manically uh, and doing all is different she, stuff. Is she on the guardianship issue? Yep. Oh, wow. Yeah. Hmm. Has been for a few years. Kanye West should be too, I think. He probably- See, that was a good introduction part. Someone just mentioned yeah. Kanye West. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now we've got heaps Still of Still a few nodes of information away, Kyle, but nonetheless. Sorry? Mine was... <laughs> mine was word of the day calendars. Ah. <laughs> I was so fixated on the word portends, which I think, I think is a good word. I use that word. Like portends, mm. yeah, yeah. Not today, though. No, not today. No. <laughs> I used to, I used to, I used to get that one word. And obsoles- someone used obsolescence. I wasn't close, let's be honest. No one was close. No one um, was so close. I've done a little bit of research. Uh-huh. Your research. Yeah, to come back to you, I couldn't, find, I couldn't find episode two, by the way. It, def- it definitely anyway. exists. Um, in episode four, titled One and a Half Speed, Toby did use specialty coffee orders. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I have not found anyone who did latte art. Yes. We may have spoken about it in that episode. So I think my new thing is going to be recycling old ones everyone's used and try to get them happening. That's going to be my new thing going forward. <laughs> but then if there's a callback to an old episode, does that mean you win? Well, yeah, because that's my word for the day. <laughs> I, I feel like we... <laughs> I'm not sure how I feel I about I think we need to get into the use of old topics. <laughs> I am completely okay with it, given that he's told us this strategy, we're just not going to talk about old topics anymore, so more fool you, which is an expression I really like. So I think I'm going to have to do some research and just get myself a full list of uh, previous topics, so I can avoid them in future, as this this is the second time. (laughs) You you might have a problem. Lack of memory. Yeah, memory problem. Yes, that, that's exactly right. Sorry, episode two was Cockerels of the Heart, just for an FYI. I'd just like to point out, there are people who are sitting down listening to this, wondering what is happening. Are we ending the podcast or are we just casually discussing? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for listening to another unsuccessful Hidden Agendas podcast. Um, I am Watto. I am Clarence. I'm Kyle. I'm Rob. And um, I'm Toby. <laughs> And be sure to find us on our Twitter handle at hiddenagendas underscore. Were they really good baked potatoes?